Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, November 5th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. 317-849-2933 is the number you want to call if you like your teeth. If you don't like your teeth, don't call Dr. Mike O'Neill at Today's Dentistry. If you do like your teeth and you want to keep them, call Dr. Mike O'Neill at Today's Dentistry. Again, 317-849-2933. We'll talk about Roger Penske buying the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and all its its property and the entirety of Holman and Company. Uh, a weird announcement yesterday, a surprising announcement yesterday, not surprising in the macro, but in the way it kind of came about and that we, none of us knew it. Nobody. Nobody had an inkling. They kept this really, really quiet. How the hell do you do that? Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Indiana opens up tonight at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Western Illinois. You've got seven games in the month of November for IU, and they need to run the table, need to win all of them if they're going to go to the NCAA tournament. I know that sounds ridiculous. Can't you have a misstep someplace and go to the tournament? I don't think so. I think the the difference between Indiana in and Indiana out is so minute, is so razor thin, that you can't have a misstep early because you're not going to be able to make up for it late. Devontae Green is likely not to play. Archie Miller ruled him out in his media availability yesterday, uh, but then said, yeah, he's out as it stands right now. Well, I, I'm, I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Yeah, I mean, you're either in or you're out. Once you rule a guy out, he's out, right? But it didn't seem like that. So maybe he's out, maybe he's in. I think he's likely out. Uh, Rob Finnessy is going to be able to play. Al Durham is back to being 100%. All good things for Indiana. They ought to be able to beat Western Illinois and then on Saturday uh, go ahead and dispense with Portland State. Uh, you've got to, like I said, these t- these seven games before the beginning of December I think are absolutely critical for Indiana. Ken Palm has Indiana winning 11 of their first 12 and winning 19 on the season. You better win more than 19. 
you better win 21-22 games. I think this is a 22-win team if Indiana stays healthy. If there are injuries, obviously, that changes the, uh, the math just a little bit for Indiana. Uh, both of these games, both the Western Illinois game and the Portland State game, are on BTN+, Plus, which I went ahead and bit the bullet and spent nine ninety five for to get Indiana stuff. And I get all the Indiana stuff, uh, not just basketball, but I get volleyball, field high, whatever Indiana is playing, I get to watch. Needless to say, the subscription will run its course over one month and it will not be renewed because I don't need to watch all the Olympic sports. I just don't. If you put swim meets on, maybe they do. I'd watch a swim meet. Those are kind of fun. I'd walk tra- watch track meets. Like, you don't need to be a genius to watch those sports. Like, I don't know how the hell field hockey works or, or what's a good playing field hockey. I know you put the ball in the net and you, you score a point. But with races, hey, the first one there wins. That's easy. Easy to keep track of. The Pacers tonight at Charlotte. Uh, Sabonis may or may not play. He did not practice yesterday. That game, 7 o'clock on Fox Sports Indiana. There's no line because nobody knows whether Sabonis is going to play or not. They didn't need him on Saturday night uh, or, or Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday afternoon into evening against the Chicago Bulls. They didn't need Sabonis. Uh, T.J. Leaf was terrific. Goga Batadza was good. This is a team that can win. It's got depth. It's got depth that it hadn't had in a while. The young guys are getting a little bit older. That's a good thing. Chris Jackson, hey, how are you? Um, Roger Penske, like I said, he's going to buy all of the assets of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and of Holman and, Co- and Company. Uh, this We found this out yesterday right after breakfast with Ken. It was about 8.15. The announcement was made that there was going to be a press uh, deal at the Speedway to announce the sale at 11 o'clock. So we went there and we heard Roger Penske at the age of 82. Roger Penske, man, I'll tell you what, if I am anything like Roger Penske when he's 82, that's unbelievable. Like this guy, you look at him and you think, okay, this guy is a dynamic leader. And you don't realize that he's 82. He went prematurely gray, right? So that's one thing. He still looks like Roger Penske, the Roger Penske that we grew up with. He's been at Indy forever. The first time that he went to the property was 1951 as a 14-year-old. And he really said yesterday, it was kind of emotional. He said that he hopes that his dad is proud of him for buying the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It was a very, very, uh, um, the the father-son thing. It's a generational place, right? And especially for the George family, too. I was talking to Tony George yesterday, and it's on uh, Sports Nothing But Sports from yesterday on SoundCloud. Talked to Tony George about how it reminded me of, uh, you know, uh, kids that, and that have to sell their grandparents' home or who are around when their grandparents sell their sell their home. It's the place where all the family came together, right, for holidays and stuff. And, and you went there and you had these great memories. When I drive by uh, either of my grandmother's places in Lake Bluff, Illinois, I still think of all the holiday dinners. And, and I think that that was Tony George yesterday. It became really emotional and, and really got teary as he described the importance not uh, not just of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but of Holman and, Cor- uh, and Company being around for 170 years. 
You know, this this is a company business that they chose to sell lock, stock, and barrel yesterday to Roger Penske, and that's an emotional decision that was made, believe it or not, according to Tony George, on Sunday. The decision was made Sunday. They made the announcement yesterday. Here's a hint for the Indianapolis Colts. This is how you keep a story from Adam Schefter's Twitter feed. You make a decision, you announce that decision as quickly as possible, and in that way it doesn't leak. Who'd have thought? Roger Penske dots I's, crosses T's. What's this going to mean for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indy 500? I cannot imagine that Roger Penske is going to allow people to continue to bring in their own concessions. This is like, what? When you first moved to Indianapolis, you go to, like, okay, what do we do? Like, you know, there are going to be 300,000 people at the 500. What do we do? Like, buying beers, that's got to be a big pain in the ass. And buying food and stuff. How do you get concessions? Oh, you just bring your own. You bring your own cooler. Fill it with beer. Fill it with sandwiches. And you walk into the place holding your everything you're going to consume that day that would normally cost you about $250. You, you just walk in with it, and it costs you like $35. <clears throat> I don't believe that Roger Penske is going to stand by and allow that to continue. It just doesn't make any business sense at all, does it? Like, you're, you're allowing 300,000 people to drink beer and eat on their, it, without you making a cent from it. That, that just doesn't seem like the Roger Penske way. There are going to be other things. Roger Penske immediately mentioned a 24-hour race coming to Indianapolis. When he was asked about lights, he said, you know what, there might be better ways for us to invest our resources to make the fan experience better. I agree with him. Installing lights at Indy would be a very, very costly. Uh, it's been looked at before. And toward what end? You already put 300,000 people in, in seats on Memorial Day weekend for the 500. Running it at night, what's going to happen then? And I'll tell you one thing. One thing I'm really, really thankful for with the George family, the Holman George family, is that the, the, the job of keeping people safe in those circumstances on that Sunday prior to Memorial Day every single year is unbelievable. The job that they have done to make sure that people uh, don't harm each other, don't come to harm, it's, it, it, it is a huge priority for them. And nobody talks about it. Nobody at the end of the 500 says, hey, everybody left safely. Nobody, th that's not the thing. If somebody gets hurt, then that's the lead story. Keeping people safe has always been the top priority. At, for the Holman George family at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and they have done a wonderful job of that. And for that, I am really, really thankful. It is the amount of work, the man hours that go into keeping race fans safe on race day at Indy is incredible. I've been in some of those meetings uh, when I was at WIBC. They wanted to use WIBC because a lot of people were listening to the race on WIBC at that time. They wanted uh, to have that be the emergency channel for communication with fans. So I was in some of the safety meetings, and I'm telling you, man, they, they were awesome. And, and I, I've never felt like I was anything but safe because I was in those meetings and understand just how 
seriously, they take that challenge. The Indy 11, how about the Indy 11 playing in the Eastern Conference Finals this Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock at Carroll Stadium against Louisville? What a thing for the Indy 11. They win this, and they go to the USL Championship. What a step forward for this team um, in the USL. Really, really good stuff. Martin Rennie doing a fantastic job as the coach of the Indy 11. The Colts yesterday, they claimed defensive tackle Kyle Pico. They waived uh, defensive tackle Carl Davis. They're back to work today to prepare for Miami. Miami's starting running back uh, Mark Walton has been suspended by the NFL. He violated the conduct and substance abuse policy, so he's not going to be available. He's a guy averaging about 3.8 yards per carry for the Dolphins this season. He started, I think, the last four games. Tom Allen. Tom Allen is being mentioned as, as a candidate for the Florida State job. I mean, what in the world? Florida State on Sunday fires Willie Taggart. And all of a sudden yesterday, Tom Allen's name starts cropping up in articles, not just around here, not just Tom Brew at SI.com, but also guys down in Florida saying, hey, Tom Allen, you know, when was the last time, and I can answer this question for you if you don't remember, the last time an Indiana coach left Indiana for a better job, or the last time an Indiana football coach eventually got a better job than Indiana. Indiana is where football coaching careers go to die. And here's Tom Allen at 7-2 and two being mentioned as a potential candidate for the Florida State job. Sam Weish, by the way, after the 1983 season, left for the Cincinnati Bengals. That was the last time. And maybe the old, uh, back to Bo McMillan when he went to the Lions, right? You know... <laughs> What? How'd this happen? How do we get here? Two months ago, I was talking. I'm not going to say we, but I was talking about, you know what? I'm not sure this is the right guy. This, it, it doesn't seem any different. I'm, I'm, I think that this guy's overmatched by the, by the position. I don't think he's ready to be a head coach at the Big Ten level. Here he is 7-2. and two. Here he is a candidate for the Florida State job. And instead of thinking, okay, When's he going to get fired and who's going to replace him? Now it's how do we hold on to this guy? And if we can't hold on to him, who do we replace him with now? Indiana football, man, I'll tell you what. Fred Glass has a few more gray hairs in his head today than he did when he took the job as athletic director. But I don't know how he keeps any of his black hairs. For God's sake, it's unbelievable. Uh, the fate of IU football fans, except losing seasons or have your coach ripped from you. <laughs> yeah, except they haven't had a coach ripped from us since 1983, right? It's been forever. Good for Tom Allen. Good for the Hoosiers, 7-2. and two. I hope they win two of these last three, and they could. They could beat Michigan because that's a trap game. Michigan is going to play Indiana at Indiana between games against themselves and Michigan State and then Ohio State to wrap the season. This, the classic trap game scenario. Could IU win that game? Yes. Could they win the bucket game? Yes. And if they do, they're going to be 9-3 and three in the regular season. Indiana football has won nine games twice, ever. 1945 and 1967. They have never won 10 games. If you win two of your last three and a bowl, you're going to win 10 games as a program for the first time in program history. Now, uh, like a long time ago, they didn't play uh, 11 games in a season. You had to run the table to get to 10-0. and 0. 
All right, so it's a little bit different now with 12 regular season games plus a 13th or a 14th potentially, not a 14th for Indiana. They have no chance to go to the Big Ten championship game. But the math is a little bit different. It was much harder to get to 10 then. You really had to go undefeated at a point, you know, a half century ago. Now you don't. But still, 10 wins would be 10 wins. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Golly, there's a lot of sports news, is there not? Uh, Diane Andrews, happy birthday. James Washington, Skipper McGuire, Brian Welsh, Doug Stephen, uh, the great Bob Coney celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Bob. Robert Baylor, happy birthday. Kathy Bryden, the great Kirk Henry, who always had the coolest shoes in, uh, in Lake Bluff Central School. Always wore the Adidas, and not the cheap Adidas, not the Roms. He always had the Italias, and so everybody was jealous of, of Kirk Henry as we were running around in Keds or PF Flyers or some damn thing. Uh, Terry Wilkinson, I'm not bitter, though. Terry Wilkinson, happy birthday. Chris Hetherington, happy birthday. And Marilene Isaacs Kaufman, happy birthday. If today is your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That is best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Sports, nothing but sports. Let's see. FSU should wait until Penn State and Michigan games before they decide on Coach Allen. Yeah, they should. But who are you going to hire into that job? They just fired Willie Taggart. He hadn't been there two full seasons, for God's sake. He's 9-12 and 12 overall. And FSU said, adios, muchacho. I mean, what the hell are they doing down there? But Willie's walking away with a lot of cash. That that uh, they got to pay him off, and they're going to pay him a lot of money, something like eighteen million dollars. That's that's all right. You know what? Hire me for a year and a half. I'll run your program into the ground. I'll take the eighteen million. I will go quietly, no threat of a lawsuit or any any kind of unpleasantness whatsoever. The fish, uh, you can see, they don't move around a lot as as it gets colder, and it's cold now. It's going to get a hell of a lot colder coming up anyway. 3 o'clock, sports, nothing but sports. I think we're going to wind up talking about uh, Butler basketball this afternoon. We'll talk about Indiana, too, for sure. But Butler, they've got their opener tomorrow. Big season for Laval Jordan and the Butler Bulldogs. We'll do that 3 o'clock this afternoon.